Hi everyone and welcome to The Psalm Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Say let's pray, but I like that we prayed. No, I, I hope that. Okay. But I, but I said yes, of course, and then I said let's pray. Oh, okay, good. I wanted us to make sure that none of the feminism stuff is getting. Hello, guys. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sound Seed Podcast. We are here again. You can't see my guests, but they're pulling faces at me. So I'm not going to break out of the mood, but I did. But this is this is what it's like. Um, I feel like you already know the names of the guests that I've got on the podcast. So I'll leave you guessing. <laughs> see what I did there? Um, but yes, welcome to another episode of the Sound Seed podcast. Um, today, we've got something a little bit different for you. We're going to be discussing um, and just going through a book written by... Bami and Joshua Kamalafe, which is titled 100, question, mm, 100 Plus Questions Before You Say I Do. Um, and this is basically conversation starters to help you get to know your, your potential spouse better. Um, and I really just liked, I read through it and I thought there's a lot of questions I've never thought about before. <laughs> um, a lot of very interesting questions. So I thought let's bring on some guests to discuss this a bit more and I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi guys, it's me again. You know who it is. Back in the <laughs> <Did> I... <laughs> It's Faith. Just in case you don't know, but you should know by now, you know. And I'll pass on to Aramide. Obviously, you know who man says, man's just here trying to do her thing. Oh my God. Catch me <laughs> outside if you want to, uh, if you want me to pray for you and lay holy hands. Amen. Um, I don't know where this energy came from, but it's here to stay. And and yeah, it's a Ramaday. Exciting, exciting. I don't know how, like, once we pass the mic to or the virtual mic, some next personality comes from either of you. <laughs> and I'm just like, who this? Who are you? But anyway. See, we can't have the ops knowing. Okay. We have to, start, we have um, to you know, remain unpredictable. Okay. You let at all times. Mm, that's right. <laughs> One day you, you, you would meet people that are actually bad. <laughs> no, God forbid. Because I got my, my, I surrender. <laughs> I surrender all to you, Lord. <laughs> Take control, grab oh, the wheel. I actually can't do this. <laughs> that's all. Anyway, we can get started. So we're going to go through some questions um, and just see how it goes. So I'm going to start with the first question that got to me or something I should say so this book itself it has um different sections so it has questions on general questions questions on personal values self-awareness spiritual nuclear family extended career and personal development health finances it literally covers the key parts to think about when you're trying to get to know someone a little bit better so the first question is what would you like our marriage to stand for what is the purpose of our marriage? What do you guys think about these questions? Have you asked a question like this before? Have you thought about this? I've definitely never asked someone that question. Like mm -hmm. a man, a man. Because I don't even know how to answer the question sometimes. Sometimes as a single person, I have to stop and think, 
why do I even want to get married? Like, <laughs> getting there is stressful, bro. So why am I going to put myself through stress? Um, but then I have to remember what, like, the purpose of marriage is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I just read the Bible and I'm just like, wow, oh, like, marriage is a beautiful thing. Not because I'm reading about marriage and love, but because I'm reading about the love of Christ for us. And mm-hmm. how, because, like, he has called us to love another person that way in marriage. And it's just so beautiful because I'm like, I definitely want to receive that kind of love. But am I capable of giving it? Can I provide that such love that's unconditional, that, that is dying to self every day, every morning, every night? Every time he comes home, I'm tired and he wants to eat food. <laughs> Will I cook the food for him? I have to ask myself these questions because um, Jesus would. Jesus mm-hmm. would cook food, you know. You know, Jesus died. That's how much he loved us. Um, so I've never asked anyone that question because I'm always like thinking about what it really means and deep and how deep it is. Yeah. But I've not had anyone to ask because <laughs> that's not that. That was saying no, but I love because it's the dot 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 bit. <laughs> Um, no, that is good. And I think, uh, like, good thing, you're obviously honest with what you're saying. Um, but I think even the question is pointing, for me, when I, I heard, when I heard, when I read it, I think the question is really just pointing to, like, asking if we actually understand what marriage is together. Because what I'm learning is, like, fam, <laughs> what I think marriage is, someone else thinks it's totally different. And I'm just like, oh, okay, so this thing that we are wanting to get into, we actually need to define what it is or or see what our understanding of it is to see if it actually matches up to what we're doing um yeah I've not I haven't asked mm, I have asked it but in a different way it's like okay, so what do you view marriage as or what oh. is what pardon okay. what'd you say no, what'd you say I said who are you asking who are you because it says it says here our our marriage huh Okay, this is this is like some sort of Spanish novella, and I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. And I want you guys to continue, ladies. Of course, I am not married, but I've I've asked people that I'm getting to know what would it look like for you. Not I haven't used the word our marriage, but what would marriage look like for you? But of course, trying to gauge where they're at. But I'm gonna pass it to Army Dave because Faith is really coming at me with a lot. <laughs> Can you ask the question again, please? So the question is um, one of the questions. On a general section, in what would our marriage? What would you like our marriage to stand for? What is the purpose of our marriage? I think that question is hard to answer because everyone's marriage is different. Mm-hmm. And if you can give the, I mean, you can give the sure and true answer that our marriage will be one that's built on God, right? So mm-hmm. we're standing as two Christians who are coming together to showcase the love of God um, together as a couple, right? Because you're one. Um, but it's a hard question to answer because, like, I've never been married before. Um, I hope it stands for good things, but it's actually really difficult. And questions like this make me realise that you don't know as much as you think you do, right? Because mm-hmm. especially as a Christian woman, you can go on a date and be like, I'm not going to do this. Bye. I'm going to do that. You can't look at me this way. You have to look at me that way. Have mm-hmm. your stuff together. Pay for the dates. Give me money. Look after the kids. I'm not going to cook stew. 
you have to order food, like stuff like this, right? You can have all these ideas, but it's all about like sussing whether someone is like good enough for you to go to the next stage. And then at this point, you already started looking at Bella Niger. You started mm-hmm. having Pinterest with all the rings that you want. And it's like the marriage is like what you're preparing for, but you're not actually preparing for marriage. You're just preparing for someone to have a wedding with. And so I think in terms of like what I would say a marriage will stand for, I think like a marriage or friendship mm-hmm. where you're genuinely friends with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, a ma- marriage where you stick with each other through thick and thin. Um, but I think, I don't really know what the answer is, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think, I think the thing is there isn't an answer. It's it's asking the part, it's, it's, these things are like conversational starters, right? Yeah, that's true. So when you someone to see, okay, what would you like our marriage to look to stand for? So what are your thoughts? Like you said, you for you, it's friendship for, for the partner. Is it um is it like I just want to build, I want a marriage to be a marriage of like we just we're just gonna grind. So you're already coming with grind? Ah, this- uh, no, 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 no hardship. <laughs> Toil and labor. <laughs> I come, I arrest it. I arrest that. The grinding part. I'm sorry, but there is no we. <laughs> you will grind <laughs> me i will not no, okay in that sense what i would like my marriage to be is one where we're genuinely friends where we actually laugh together we have fun together we enjoy spending time with each other you're not holding your breath until your husband leaves the house where mm. we genuinely look for ways to love on one another and like ways to meet each other's needs rather than just like the generic ways like okay food or whatever but it's like how can I take burdens off your shoulder how can I bear your burdens right yeah. How, yeah. how can I do that how can I pray more for you so I think it's one where I think if I said it a few um some time ago but it's where you're the other person centered so where your life is kind of focused on how can I better this other person's life and the years that we are on this earth, how can I make, how can I do my part to make it as great as possible? And if they're also the other person centered, it's one where each of us are covered, um, mm. regardless of what we're going through. So it might not always be 50-50, sometimes it's 70-30, sometimes it's 60-40. Um, mm. But but yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's the kind of marriage yeah. that I, I would like. Yeah, and I feel like this is like a key question because of course, like, if we're looking for different things, it's a good way to kind of like sort it out here. If we have, and it also kind of gets you to, to think about your values as well. So what are what are things that are valuable to you? But yeah, okay, moving on to another question. This one I found very interesting. <clears throat> so would you have a problem trusting me with your phone and bank passwords? If so, why? Bank. Why I said this because I know, I know some people that don't share their details at all and like don't share their account details with this is again thinking about it this is meant to be like your your person your, your husband that you're going to get married to no but these questions are questions before you say i do so this person is not my husband yeah no no no. so it's saying to ask your potential spouse so you're thinking about so when we do get married is there going to be a problem with this then you want the question you guys can't see what i can see right now but we have Heike here looking left and right and sweating <laughs> She's looking stressed. She's like, oh, my forex. Oh, my stuff's No, no, like, for me, I'm like, no, I'm actually on the opposite side of the spectrum. I'm like, why is that a problem? Mm -hmm. Like, immediately, yes. (laughs) Why would I not be be able to have access to your phone? What are you doing on your phone? Because that one is dodgy. And, you know, it's interesting because, like, I've been in rooms where women women have said, if you want peace, don't look through your man's phone. That's so mad. (laughs) I can't. Christian women? 
you know what people say that because oftentimes if you if you already feel an inclination like if let's say like my boyfriend i can look i just i pick up the phone and i look at it it's it doesn't bother, like there's no nothing there but i think if you're looking through someone's phone you're not just looking for it to be like oh let me find that picture you took we took together it's like you're looking for something and so for those people where they're probably already suspicious of something that their partner's doing, which is why when they look at it, they actually find something that they already kind of believe to be true. But if there's no kind of like dodgy something, something here, and you look at your partner's phone, these times, who's got the time to actually be going through someone's phone? Unless you're actually just looking for something just to get out. But the people that are looking, they're looking, they'll always find something they don't like because they already suspect their partner of doing something. And it's more like points, evidence link yeah, yeah. And sometimes when it's a problem or when there's a defense around it is because it's a bigger issue right because yeah. you're already you're looking to find something so that's that's the password is not the small problem the problem is like there's already like an element of lack of trust there because i don't yeah. trust you and something that's been hidden from me but um well it sounds like we wouldn't have a problem sharing it but i think again some people are very like oh this is my space they're like of course we have a shared bank account but I want to keep my bank account password privately. I want to keep this separately. Um, I want to keep my phone thing separately. I think you can have some boundaries. It, it, it's, for example, if you look my through my phone, the main people that message me are from the girls' group chat. There's some things that I wouldn't want you to see in there. Not because I'm being suspicious, but because there's already an element of trust, meaning that people will talk anyhow kind of thing like we'll just put whatever we want in there so I can understand why some people might be anxious if their partner was to go through their phone um so I can understand it from a different perspective in terms of like the trust that others have in you right but if it's like if it's just like your partner if I think your partner should have access to your bank unless you're dating someone that you're scared of or someone that you think is going to steal from you then if that's the case please sister leave we're begging you mm-hmm. um but i think if it's just your partner like if they there's nothing wrong with them having access to like your phone code or your bank code i don't think but in terms of like there needs to be boundaries in terms of where they're actually look in your phone i personally think because you can't be scrolling from a whatsapp group chat and entering the and then no it's not just that it's not it's not just me that's in there it's other people as well yeah but that's my two that's my two cents I think there needs to be an understanding that there's a difference between going through someone's phone and having access to their phone. Mm-hmm. I would a man's phone and just because I have access is that going through his phone and reading his boy's group chat. Because I have understood <laughs> that there's some sort of privacy there because it's not just yeah. him, it's yeah. him and his boys. But if mm. he restricts my access and says, you cannot enter my phone at all, there's a problem because I'm yeah, like, we are one. my phone is your phone my debt is your debt exactly we are one so you can't tell me that i can't have access to your phone because that doesn't make sense now that's suspect and i'm going to be thinking what's he hiding from me do you get and same account i think you can have your own bank account like oh this is the account that your monzo create monzo this is the monzo that i'm spending money from but I can have access. I know it's there. You're not keeping a secret bank account or something like yeah. that. You, yeah. Like, yeah. you can have money pooling into one place and then spread it out into our individual accounts because, oh, this is my, you I, you like to spend your money recklessly, whereas I like to, you know, buy cameras or whatever it is that I like to buy. 
so we can have our own privacy in that way but we're not hiding mm-hmm. anything I mean, there's there's a difference sure. between having privacy and hiding stuff because yeah. when is that hiding hmm suspect suspect yeah and i think like this this is why this question like you're the kids again though it sounds very like a surface level of like oh would you be comfortable sharing the password and of course like you think oh yeah yeah, yeah that's fine but if the person says no then to dig deeper into okay what are your reasons why and to kind of get people to explain why i think it's important to have access not um not nosing through not being um nosy but have access not privacy distinguishing the differences and i think this is why Again, stood out for me because I thought, ah, oh, in, surf- in surface level, I was like, yeah, yeah, of course, everyone's fine with that. But then when you see that, okay, not everyone's comfortable with that, it's a why, why is that not the case? Okay, that was just from the general section. And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> this is a lot. You can actually sit down and just think and talk to someone and you just, you're like, okay, there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about that we don't know yet um and another part now this is on the personal value section so it's the question is i'm sure everyone's asked this at a certain point is what three values are most important to you and why um i've personally used this question something similar to this a, a number of times not necessarily asking directly um but just like oh what do you value what's important to you um because for me i think that tells me a lot about the person and their, their personality and what they what matters to them right um and also sharing what things matter to me um tells me or tells them okay what i value what i spend my time in because the things that matter to me is where you see me doing spending my time more um so yeah what what, yeah, what are you guys thoughts on this question Valleys are most no, important. it's not a simple question at all. And it's not no, simple no, it's, because, it's, it's, okay. it's a direct question. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And I think most people don't go through their day thinking, what are my values? Um, mm. But I think because they're things that you might often already be doing, but you just not kind of like sat down to note it down. So I'll say, did you say we have to name three? You can name your three if you know them now. Okay. I don't know, I don't know them, but I know that the things that are really important to me. And the first one is definitely community. Um, and communities, I'm not just talking in the church sense, but that is included, the seed, of course, but also like the people that I keep around me, the people that surround me, the people that I do life with, the people I talk to, I break bread with, um, and the people that encourage me, that chastise me, all of those people, like the people, essentially the people that surround me is incredibly important um because they are my family um and they give me a sense of home and yeah i would say second um generosity um going out of like trying to think of ways to best serve the people around me um whether it's by (laughs) sharing my food uh which i don't do with some friends but that's because they will take the mic um but generally like thinking about like how can I best serve people how can I best be generous with them how can I share um what I have so that they're covered um and I think another I can't think of a third one right now but I see those are things that are that are quite important to me 
Yeah, being generous in community. Nice. What about you, Frank? Um, I've definitely I've I spent some time before thinking about my values. I had three, but I can't remember one of them. But one of them was um honesty. Um, someone that's honest. I cannot stand liars. <laughs> or, like, or people that are just deceptive, you know, mm-hmm. like they just. I don't, yeah, I just don't value deception. I value honesty, even when it's difficult, um, even when it's embarrassing, when it's uncomfortable. Um, to be able to st- put your head up high and say, "Yeah, that was me," or you know, "Yeah, I messed up." Um, I really value that. <clears throat> and another one was communication. Um, to really talk and communicate well with someone, um, to be present, to care, to listen, to know what it is that the person needs um, and not what you just want to say to the person. And I find myself doing that sometimes, you know, so it's not, sometimes it's just like, oh, this is what I want to say, but is it what the person needs to hear, you know? Or are you just projecting your fears onto that person? Um, so the ability to communicate well, to really know, meet the person where they're at so that you can meet the need rather than meet your need in that in that moment, in that situation. Um, so those those are two things that I really value and they're really important to me. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, lovely. Go on, Aramide. What value, if someone said, uh, what value would someone say that could make you think, well, this is not going on to the next stage? I was going to say that because I was thinking that in my head. Um, I think if, if someone is very um, <laughs> a hustle, as in they want to hustle a lot, as in, I think there's a difference between hardworking and actually hardworking, but like, I, I really don't like the hustle culture sort of lifestyle. And I think sometimes a lot of people, sometimes a lot of guys can see it as like, this is what's very desirable to women. I just want to look like I'm, I'm a man. I want to work, 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 work. Um, and they don't have time for other things that matter in life. Um, and it's kind of like on the extreme side. So I think that would be one thing. And also someone that wants, like just me and the husband and that's it. <clears throat> okay. Like you don't want people around you as in, oh, oh, your family. Okay. That's fine. Oh, your friends. Okay. That's fine. It's just me and you. So I think that probably more than the hustle is very like, ah, run. <laughs> okay. This is, it wouldn't work because I like, as you said, community. I like my friends. I like my church. I like being around people I like my family I like um just being around people I really like it it helps um not elevate me but it helps it's like a reboost for me um I like learning from people I like just being surrounded by people so if my partner was like okay cool once we get married we're moving to I don't know Indonesia and then it's just going to be us two and then we'll just raise our family by ourselves and it's like it's not gonna work but again it's important to know why like the value is important to you because for the other person it might be I want to grow my my family without influence from anyone else and I just want to like grow them by themselves um and that's that's valid like they can they're definitely within their rights to do that but if you are the person that wants to be with family and 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 that's why people tend to clash because we we put on our expectations on them not realizing that's not me as in I I can't be that person for you um yeah it's a very, very key question. I feel, I feel like a lot of people do. It's one of the questions. Oh, so what do you like? What do you do? What's important to you? What do you spend your time doing? Um, what brings you joy? Yeah. Can I just say, first of all, I think 
if you're hard working, you're bringing in the money and that's kind of like, you manage to find the balance, that's really good. But I think what sometimes come with people who are like the hustle, no sleep, no sleep, work, work, work to the bone, Forex at Roth IRA, what do you have against, against forex please no 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 i feel like no i know what i'm talking about the people that are into everything there's a certain type of mentality that they have yeah. in terms okay. of like you're spending money on avocado you're you <laughs> buying a coffee how dare you drink water that's not government juice but like i feel like that kind of like people who are so yeah. money yeah. focused I, yeah. I said forex because i feel like there was there was someone that was sliding into everyone's dms and making them feel bad for buying a t-shirt but like <laughs> I think that sometimes they make you feel bad for like you not being as stringent as they are because yeah. I feel like it's hard for it's hard for hustlers to just keep it to themselves. It's like why don't you have seven properties? Mm-hmm. Why don't you have this? And it's like I'm just trying to get back. <laughs> like I'm just trying to live. Five streams of passive income. <laughs> seven streams of income eight streams of income and i'm like i just i just i want to be able to go to brunch with my girls once every two weeks and not feel bad about myself um and also um like for me if someone doesn't have friends i mean i'm 26 years old so i'm assuming that you've been on this earth for as long as i've been or longer if you don't have any friends i'm scared because how have you learned how to be in relationships with people? And I'm not even talking about romantic relationships, but do you even know how to commu- How have you learned to be a good friend? Who can, who can correct you? Who's known you over time and can correct you and speak in, in, into your life? And it's like, so I have this ultimate nightmare of like going to a party and like my husband is by my side the entire night because he's too scared to talk to other people. Go and make friends. <laughs> but yeah. it's stuff like that. That's really important in terms of like, do you have a social life? Do you actually have things that you do that are fun? Yeah. Do you have people that bring out the childish side in you, like the childlike fun, and you can like tussle and do whatever you can laugh out loud? Because if your entire life is you're straight laced, you don't have any friends, you don't go out for food, you don't have any hobbies, you, you it's work, yeah. sleep, work, sleep. You don't, you're not even involved in your church. What do you have? And I think and I think the, the key distinction there is like, of course, once you do get married to this person, it's then you're the so- source of that fulfillment for for them, for their hobbies, for for their friendship. Not forever. Please, they still need friends. No, 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 so, no. So, so if, if they don't have this and then you Oh do yeah, get yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. You you become that source and then that can be draining on one side because you're not meant to fulfill all those those roles you're just one person fulfilling one specific role in that man's life but no again that's a very good question to ask because or to think about the things that are deal breakers or values because then you know it's not in the things that you're you're valuing but it's in things that okay let me paraphrase it's also it's it's as equally as a good enough answer because then you know the things that are like a, a deal breaker to you um and the last question I wanted us to just discuss very briefly, which was the next section, which is spiritual. Um, and it's actually the very first question on in the book, in the spiritual section, which was, do you believe in God? Question mark. Which God? Question mark. Um, and I thought it's I thought this is so funny because it's so true, as in like you actually need to ask this question. I think especially when it comes to dating or Christian dating, the assumption is that, OK, cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't need to ask you that because you're Christian, you believe in God, believe in the God of the Bible, you believe in Jesus. Um, but you don't, yeah, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you don't That's know. That's you're going to find that someone is worshiping a gate. <laughs> yeah, people have different ideas of, of who God is. And I think it's, yeah. What are your thoughts, guys? <sighs> Why do you sound so drained? <laughs> because i wish we didn't have to clarify but we do Mm -hmm. even in the christian community because oftentimes in the christian community you find people that claim to believe in god and then on the side are preaching manifestation and spirituality Mm -hmm. and you know, all laws of attraction, all these things that do not align with the Bible and the belief of believing in God and one God alone. Mm. Uh, but, you know, and knowing that, you know, you are saved through Jesus Christ dying on the cross and his resurrection. Um, and even, it's so funny because the other day I was having a conversation with someone. This guy he will not leave me alone and <laughs> he said he had a dream that was his wife no. and I know he was just well, Pastor preached about this on Sunday <laughs> so you can't be telling people you had a dream no but he's not even a Christian that's the funny thing oh okay oh so I was like that is impossible and he said <laughs> impossible I said because I'm a Christian and I'm looking for a man that believes in that that loves Jesus Christ and he's like, oh, I know God. Like, me and God have an interesting relationship. And I was like, based on what you have been saying to me, I do not believe that, right? So again, in that moment, I had a man telling me that he, you know, he believes in God. He has a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But his actions were contradictory to, contrary to that. Yeah. So it's a good question to ask because oftentimes, it's a good question to ask, but you also have to not just listen to what they say, because oftentimes people can tell you, yeah, mm-hmm. I believe God, yeah, I know God, as he did, but their actions are completely opposite to yeah. do yeah. that. So they claim one thing, but they are actually preaching and living a different type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's not enough to just listen and say, okay, yeah, he said he believes in God. Yes, he, he worships Jesus. But it's also to to watch, you know, the Bible says you know them by their fruit. Mm-hmm. What fruit is he actually producing? Because that's how you'll know if he actually serves the God that he claims to serve. So yeah. That's what I'm saying for that. <sighs> I agree. I agree. So it's not just again, because you can have people that are saying they have the right things to say, as in you can know of God, but not actually know God, that you are not living a way that is submitted to God but you can see it by what they say because I feel like you can't hide it like you can tell you can tell when someone's a Christian because it's very evident in the way you speak the way you carry yourself the way you do represent certain things um, and when someone isn't living in a life submitted to Christ that's also evident in the way you might approach certain things um, but again that's a bit of a teaser it's so interesting we've only I think we've only, we've only selected three topics three three questions um and we've spoken for roughly 30 minutes on just three questions. And this book has got 100 plus questions. So that's what I can't do maths <laughs> because it's late. <laughs> but that's roughly, at least I'm sure, like a day of talking 
of going through the questions back to back, um, just on three. And I and I hope I guess this little teaser that we've given you just gives you an indication of um I guess a bit of what the book is about. Um, but also like questions that you, you don't think are necessary to ask. Um and how important they actually are. So when I read some of the questions, I just thought, oh my, I've never thought about this before, but this is actually key. Like, I want to know this. Or I think better, some parts, I'm just like, I don't even know the answer to this myself. If someone asked me this, I'd be like, what? What are you trying to do? Why are you trying to look into my soul for? Um, just stay in this corner. But no, it's good. It was, it's, it's, I enjoyed it. I shall give it a read again. I don't know if I'll sit in front of it. <laughs> I was thinking, at what stage do I bring out this book and be like, okay. Ah, bring it in yeah. as soon as we come for sure. Page, so, uh, page hi. one, page one. <laughs> you know how teachers have learning objectives. Ah, this week we're going from question one to ten. Bring it out. We're not doing fun dates anymore. No. What was the point of enjoyment when you guys are on, on the same page? Thank you, enjoy later. Um, Let's just clarify. Because, uh-uh. That's a whole... First date questions. Yeah. so what, don't ask favorite colors anymore you can find that one out in marriage <laughs> you can find that one out later ask yeah. them do you believe in god or do you serve mammon or any other idol you know do you believe that the gospel is only for black people do you believe uh, them sorry this this isn't gossip this is an awareness there's yeah. someone near my shopping center near my house every saturday morning without fail they will stand there with their camera I don't know whether it's live stream, but I know this person uploads it to their YouTube channel and they will only stop black people and tell them that the gospel is for them. Everyone oh. else, they ignore. I do my shopping under duress because I have to walk past them <laughs> to buy my groceries. But these are extremely important questions to ask because, and the thing is, although you're asking these questions now, people's answers may change. So this yeah. isn't like the foolproof way to find the perfect spouse yeah. for you. Um, yeah. But at least you know that in your heart, you're doing your due diligence. And these questions just aren't for spouses. They're also for like, you can ask your friends, you can ask your family. They, they're yeah. really good questions. Because if you're doing life with people, regardless of whether they're your spouse yeah. or not, you're still doing yeah. life with them. And also, Shawa didn't say this, but this is not sponsored. They didn't ask us to do this. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought, let's free. <laughs> We can slide in our DMs from the sponsors, but uh, yeah, no, this is good. And I think I feel like I feel like we've got a bit more, but I think we might we might do a part two or so. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions, as in that you are asking, once we share this, just I don't know put a post in our Instagram comment like oh I asked this question or something let's learn from you guys too we'll also share the link um to the where you can find the book on the caption that we do so just keep your eyes pulled out for that so this has been uh, the sound seed thank you so much for listening and remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community see you on the next episode Bye.